Sorry, Sarah. I'm, I'm messing you up, boss. Sorry. You are good. We're just so excited. That's how excited we are, so if you excited. couldn't tell. But so if this is your first week here, we want to welcome you. And it's a good week to join because this is our first week in a brand new series called Brand New, which is very original. We're Marketing. very creative around here. But we're so excited that you're here and that you're joining us in this new series. And we think that this is going to be super helpful for all of us. So this is a great week to join. But to make sure that it's not just Nate and I talking this entire time, to the side of my face right over here, there's a chat box, and we want you to be using that all night long so that it's not just us talking. And so to get that started and to see if it's working, here's a question for you all to answer. What is your favorite new item that you've ever received? Mm. Nate, what's your favorite new item? I like uh, I like gaming stuff. I just, whenever mm. we thought of that question, the first thing that came to mind, I remember like Christmas, like, I think I got a PS2 or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, and I just remember that. Now, me being the oldest, I was like, this is mine. Okay, yeah. you know, you two are two younger brothers, like, not screw you guys, I'm not sharing. It's not for you. 100%. <laughs> and so it was a family thing, but it was mine. And so uh, I, I just remember the joy of that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. What about yeah. you? Uh, recently, I just got a new running watch. And so that's been uh, super exciting. You're so wearing it now? I am. Right Shout out to Garmin. Um, but yeah, I just love it because I love running. So when I got a new watch, it was like, now I can run even more. And yeah, you know? who doesn't need to run more? <laughs> exactly. But what about you guys? We want to know what's your favorite new item you've ever received? I bet somebody's going to say a car. Probably. Or like car. a house, <laughs> maybe. Maybe any of them have got a new house? Probably not, but maybe. Maybe <laughs> some of you out there have a new house or something. Yeah, or like. That's something. I know, a new phone. Does anyone have the new phone. iPhone 12? Dude, that's what I, I want. want. That. <laughs> Is that out yet? I know, I know I they're pre-ordering it. I don't know. That's what but, I want. Yeah, <laughs> really. If anyone has a new iPhone 12, if you're lucky, yeah, let us know. Oh, no, give it to me. No, you're lucky. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Two types of people. <laughs> but anyways, new things are a lot of fun, and I think sometimes we think that getting new things and having new things will help make our lives better. And I don't know about you guys, but when I'm super stressed out, which happens a lot, I try Especially to Especially these things, days. Yes, <laughs> COVID, the election, all of this stuff. I try to do things to avoid being stressed. So one of the things that I do, I don't know if any of you can relate to this, is I go to Target. I mean, come on, I know some of you probably go to Target all the time too. I used to go to Target every single Thursday with my roommates. Because we would have Target Thursdays. We would go to Target every single Thursday because oh honestly, I thought that Target, going to Target would help make my life better because <laughs> life is stressful, but Target seems to help just a tiny bit. But we all have our own example of that, right? I mean, some things that you do to try to help make your life better or to try to help avoid some of the pain in our lives. Nate, what about you? Is there something I can, I can tell you to it's Target? not Target. Target stresses me out. 
Because it's just like you go in there for one thing and you leave and you're like, how did I just spend ninety dollars? Like I came in here for toothpaste. That's true. Okay? And like so that just stresses me out so much. Uh, my, I mean, for me, I know everybody has a thing for some of Target, but me, my thing is probably like playing video games again. I, I've actually been cutting back on that quite a bit, but that definitely is something that like it's just mind numbing. <laughs> and so yeah. like, I mean, or the EVs, which is good and bad, but yeah, you just get to play games and talk crap to people, and I don't know, it's just fun. And so it's definitely in the moment it's stress relieving, but yeah. long term. Just like spending too much money is not the best. But, right. You know, it's in the moment, it helps. Exactly. And I think that's the thing. I think a lot of us, we're trying to find things to avoid pain and to just help make our lives seem better than they actually are. But I, in reality, there's a lot of pain that sometimes we even put on ourselves. Yeah. Um, like we do a lot of things to cause pain in our life, but there's also a lot of unavoidable pain in our lives too. And that's something that we all wrestle with. Like, how do we make our lives better when there's so much pain in the world? Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's a big distinction that you made there is that like, so we all know life is full of hard things and pain. Some of it's unavoidable, right? Like, <laughs> you guys have maybe heard me talk about this, that like, I tried to avoid COVID. Like, or at least- It doesn't really happen. <laughs> like, you can't really this, do that. Like, or at least the impacts <laughs> on me, right? And, but like, that's something that's just unavoidable. We haven't been able to avoid that. But then there's avoidable pain, yeah. which is what you're saying. They're like, there's things that come on, we're honest with ourselves. Like we do things that we know are wrong or that we know isn't going to help. Maybe it helps in the short term. I mean, there's just so right. many things that we do that we know which isn't great and yeah. and it causes pain in our life. And we could have avoided it, but we didn't. Yeah. You know? And and I think that's the thing. Like like that that sucks. And we're all trying to find a way to to you know navigate that you know yeah. like because you want your life to be better right like nobody's like I, you're not going to need to write this down but nobody's like oh, i kind of wish my life was harder or, or rough it's not hard enough already like <laughs> what else can you throw at me right, right all of us want our life to be better we want to be better at navigating life you know and that's what makes college so awesome and interesting is that uh you're figuring that out like you're literally in i don't need to tell you this you're figuring out what type of person do I want to be? What's my career? What do I believe? Do I believe what my parents said? Or am I like, F that, I'm out. Like, I mean, you're figuring all that out right now, you know? And and so we all want our life to be better, but, but how do we do that? And, you know, if you stop to think about it, again, you know this, but like everybody's telling you something that like, oh, this will make your life better, you know? So Target tells you that that'll make your life better. Um, games will, Peloton, okay, that's something I have, and they're like, we'll make your life better. And yeah, like, you know, there's all these things, everybody's selling that they'll make your life better. Right. For some, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and you're constantly, again, just navigating who is the type of person I'm going to be, is this actually helping, and, and you're going through all of that. What's interesting is since um, Sarah and I, um, are Christians who believe in God, believe in Jesus, have faith, however, you know, you kind of think about that. We obviously think that something that would help you, that would help all of us, is that Jesus can help this, that Jesus can help make our life better and can help make you better at life. Now, as I say that, some of you may be moving, like, where's my mouse? I gotta exit out of this thing. Don't leave yet. Hold up. Wait, hold up. Okay. It's okay if you don't believe that. As a matter of fact, 
in our generation and the generation behind us, like people in high school, middle school, and you guys, I mean, like, that's just not commonly believed anymore. Most people don't think that it can help that faith, religion, you look at, I'm a stat nerd, you'll always hear me say that, but like, you look at the stats, and I mean, people are leaving church, they're leaving faith, they're leaving, and like, it's just, that's not commonly accepted anymore. And I get that, I, I get that because nobody's around, so like, bring it in real quick. Here's the thing. All of us, okay, right, and you may disagree with this, but if you stop and think about it for a while, all of us, we're on a happiness quest. We don't really care about what's true. We care about being happy. And so we try things out, and if it makes us happy and it helps, we're like, oh, I'll keep that. But then if it doesn't, like, I'll get rid of it. It doesn't matter if it's true, okay? And so you may push back on that. That's fine. Wrestle with that. That's what we do here at TLR. But here's the thing with Jesus' faith and stuff. Like, if it was making you happy, forget if it's true i don't care if you believe that yet but if it was helping you if it was making you happy you weren't enjoying it you would have stayed okay because that's what we do if we're enjoying something if it's helping if it's making us happy you would stay but you're not naive like you're not an idiot you've been you've tried it out it didn't help okay and so as a consequence or as a result you do what any of us do when something's not helpful or enjoyable or whatever you peace out, okay? You leave. You know, don't tell anybody else that, like, you know, it's just for us. Now, I know there's other people watching that that's not your story at all, that, that church and faith, God, Jesus, all that, has been good to you. And I get that as well. That's that's our story, okay? Like, like I understand that. But to those people, you need to understand, your friends, your peers, that's not most people's stories anymore. Um, you know, there's this group called um, Barnum Research, and you look up their their studies, they, they just continue to collect all this information. And over time, they see that like time, just every year, there's more and more people, especially young people that are leaving. And for a number of reasons, but really it just boils down to people just saying that maybe this is your story. I just don't believe anymore. Okay. Yeah, there's a time I kind of believed or was maybe believed, but at the end of the day, it's, it's you know, I just don't believe anymore. And so... You know, I, with what we get to do, we get to hear so many stories and stuff, and we get to hear and hear people's stories, and I love it, but I understand that if that's your story, and again, if it's not your story, I also understand that, because that's that's my story, like, church and faith is all good for me, but for a lot of you, it's not, okay, and so you left. I get that. Now, because Sarah and I, we get to hear people's stories all the time, me, a little bit longer than Sarah. But um, I've heard probably, this might not be an exaggeration, I've probably heard at least a thousand people's stories by now about faith, God, religion, maybe even over that. I've heard at least hundreds of stories. And something very interesting is that in all these stories I've heard, I've, again, I mean, I've heard people who grew up in church, people who didn't, people who hate church, hate God, all everywhere, all across the spectrum. Yet none of these stories, maybe this person exists out there, but I haven't met them yet in eight years. Um, I've never heard somebody say, you know, I was studying Jesus, reading about Jesus, and I just didn't like him. And so I quit. I left. Okay. I Again, maybe that's you, but if it is, like, I'd love to meet you because you'd be the first. I've never heard that. No. I have heard other things why people have left. And I want to get to that. But before I want us, before I get to that, those reasons, you may still be thinking, I don't really understand what's happening right now. Like, 
we got we're talking about better life and Target, and now we're like, wow, we're talking about Jesus, what's happening? Here's why. Again, you want a better life, right? I deeply believe that Jesus could make your life better. Okay, and you and you may disagree with that. I understand. We're gonna, maybe we'll hit on your reason. Maybe you have a different reason. But the reason we, I want us to look at this is that Jesus made this claim that is either so crazy it makes him a lunatic, or he's just a liar, or he's telling the truth. Right. But he makes this claim that he came to give you a better life, to give you a full life, life to the full. John 10, 10, if you want to fact check me. And so that's such a big claim to make. Like, I'm, let's, let's be clear, I'm not making that claim. Okay, <laughs> Nate cannot give you a better life. Okay? No, I cannot either. I do not want that pressure on me. Okay, and so if I ever say that, I'm a liar. Okay, or a lunatic. Okay, but Jesus made that claim. And so what is Jesus? Is he a liar? Is he a lunatic? Or is he telling the truth? And that's something for us to explore. And so I just want us to look at it. And again, I know some of you may be resisting this. Some of you may be like, no, I agree. Okay, it's fine, wherever you're at. But if you're resisting this, like, let's just explore this for a minute, okay? Maybe the reason you're resisting this is something when, uh, we said earlier that it just, it didn't help. It didn't make you happy. It didn't help. Like, it just, it's just, eh, okay? It's just whatever, right? And again, I understand that. Well, something that you need to, to wrestle with though is is that wasn't Jesus okay maybe maybe your experience with church and faith it just it didn't make you happy it didn't help but but notice we said church faith okay it wasn't Jesus okay again these are reasons that I've heard maybe these are your reasons here's another one I hear this so, too often it, it's so sad that Christians were mean okay that Christians that happens sometimes <laughs> it does and it's very unfortunate because they're supposedly are representing somebody that, that wasn't mean, okay, and that would disagree with that, but but you have an experience where Christians were mean to you. And so as a result, you're like, I'm out, I'm done with this. And while that breaks my heart, I'm sad and I don't I, I believe you, okay? All right. I have stories I could share with you too that I, I know that, that happens. But again, that's Christians, okay? It's not Jesus. Okay. I just want to separate that out. This tied into this, but just any bad experience with the church, okay? I look, I, I understand that. As a matter of fact, I believe your stories. I've heard your stories, and I believe you, okay? But that was church, okay? Not Jesus, okay? Again, separating that out. I probably shouldn't say this publicly, but I'm going to. Um, uh, <laughs> just bad experience with church. My grandfather has had two really bad experiences with church where it's just like, Things got really bad, like, and it was over simple things. Like one church was like not paying its taxes and committing tax fraud and laundering money, and my grandfather found out, and like it shut the whole church. It was like it was a mess, right? Okay, and you could look at that and be like, "Well, why would you be part of that?" Well, that's because that church just sucked, okay? <laughs> like, it, but that's not Jesus, right? Another thing, it's just a waste of time. You know, I mean, Sunday you got to like sleep in, and there's pats, and you got you know, there's a way it's got to go and stuff. And you've got to get your homework done exactly. Like, it's a waste of time. And again, maybe you feel that, and I'm sorry that that was your experience. But again, that's not Jesus. I hear this one a lot, too. There are too many rules. Too many rules. And and I and I hear that, and it makes me laugh. Not because I, I want to discredit that you feel that way, but it makes me laugh. Because it's definitely not Jesus. Jesus had one rule, okay? And so if you feel like there are too many rules, 
you know, I don't know where you're getting it from. The one that Jesus, he really won. And you can't get less than one. I mean, you can get to zero, but then there's nothing. So, like, but one. Okay. So, like, so you know, I don't, I mean, again, I, I'm sorry that that was your experience. And I'm sorry that hurt happened to you. And it probably hurt. And, I, and I'm not trying to make light of it, but, like, it wasn't Jesus. Like, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't Jesus. Or then people are too judgmental, okay, judgy. If something happened to you, you know, I've heard stories like my family got a divorce and then they just shunned us and didn't talk to us and wouldn't invite us anymore and stuff. And that breaks my heart. Or, or my brother came out as gay and then nobody in the church would talk to us. Or, or my sister came out as bi and then nobody talked to us. And I hear these stories like this. And again, it breaks my heart, okay. And and that's your if that's your story, I'm sorry. Again, it wasn't Jesus, okay. It, it is, it's those people. Then there's this, that always wanting something from you, like like trying to use you for personal gain. Again, breaks my heart, not Jesus. Hypocrites. I hear this one all the time. Like, Critters are hypocrites. Okay, here's the thing. Again, just, just bring it in real quick. Okay, here's the thing. I think we've covered this by now. Christians aren't perfect, okay? I know, okay. <laughs> bring it back, okay? They're not perfect, and they're broken people. But, but, hang on. So are you. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, I'm pushing too far. Okay, but here's the thing. I know that Christians can be hypocrites, okay? I'm hypocritical. But look, if you examine yourself, so are you. Oh, gosh, man, I'm hitting it too hard. Oh, my goodness. Don't, don't, don't hit exit, okay? But listen, the Christians that you experience that and they hurt you, I'm not, I'm not trying to make light of what they did. It was wrong, and I'm sorry you experienced that. Okay, the truth is they're broken people just like we all are. Okay, and again, while that hurts you and why you did what any normal person would do if you experienced that, you left. I understand. But what I want to ask you to do is just, just to separate that out and evaluate it for a second. Because while, while that hypocrite, while that judging, while all these things, while it hurt, it, it wasn't Jesus. Okay? Now, yes, I understand why we, why we mix them all together. And that makes all the sense. I'm not blaming you. But it's not Jesus. And then the last one. I'm not even going to try to be funny with this one because this is the one that I hear the most and it breaks my heart the most. And it's that you were taught some version of God, some version of faith, and then God and that faith, it, it didn't happen the way you were told it was going to happen. And so, again, you do what anybody would do. Okay? You leave. You say, well, it must not be true. Like somebody says, if you just have faith, your grandmother will be healed from this cancer. If you have faith, your mom will pull through her car accident. If you have faith, your house will sell. Your parents won't lose their job. If you have faith, God rewards those who help themselves. Like all these things we say. Okay. And so you believe it. You have this version of faith. You believe it. And you pray. You, you give money. You show up. You volunteer. You do everything. That, that the church, the pastor, the Christians, the priest, whoever says to do, and it doesn't happen. And so, again, you're left with this, well, this is BS. Like, you said, if I did this, I did. Is it, was it me? Does God hate me? Or is this just crap? And so, again, you do what anybody would do if that was your experience. You walk away. And while I understand that, while it breaks my heart, and I really hope you hear that, they're like, and all these, I'm not trying to make fun of them. If that's your experience, it hurts. It's painful, but it's not Jesus. 
Now, I want to pause right there for a second and say to the people that that's not been your experience. None of these things has happened to you. Like, you've loved church and it's been great for you. And, like, and it's helped make you who you are. And you've had all these good experiences. That's great. I want you to hear that. I'm happy for you. And that's great. But, again, look around the world around you, especially here in Rhode Island. This is not the case. Unfortunately, this list is just the tip of the iceberg of what people's experience with God, church, faith, religion has been. And so we need to be aware of that, that you have friends, you have peers, that this is more in line with what their experience is. So what do we do with that? Okay. What, why does any of this matter? Why are we talking about this? What do you do with that? We're talking about, you want to have a better life, Target, video games, Jesus, it's all getting weird. Wide range of okay. topics. <laughs> what are we doing? Here's, here's the takeaway. And, and here's where we'll start landing the plane. Okay. Um, is that. I want to encourage you to, in light of all this, if you want to have a better life, here's the journey that we want to take you on the next couple weeks, is that we want to ask you to reevaluate Jesus. Now, some of you will be like, actually all of you are going to be like, I've already done that, okay? Which, okay, I know, I know, chill, this is why I said reevaluate, okay? All right, let's, let's do it for a second, third, fourth, how many ever times? And here's why. It's because... I want you to put your critical thinking hats on and to not take just what I say, what Sarah says, you preach, your church, I don't care what any of us say. I want you to look at what Jesus has to say. And all we want to do is help guide you into thinking about that and wrestling with that. And here's why this is important, is that I know all of us have already done it and we've already made our minds up. But it could be, okay, again, just could, and I'm going to push a little bit here and then back off, but it could be that in your evaluation of Jesus, that again, if it's tied in with these experiences, all of us have this gap between what we know and what we've experienced. And we fill that gap in with the experiences that we've had, right? And so as a result, if it's been positive, we fill it in with trust. If it's been negative, we fill it in with suspicion. All that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But so often is the case that we don't let Jesus just speak for himself and we fill it in with these things. Again, good or bad. And so if you fill it in with good, pick on you first, um, but if you fill it in with good and trust, what could be happening is that you may read and look at and evaluate what Jesus has to say and be like, well, oh, hold up. I didn't know I agreed to this. <laughs> like, What's like, happening? Like, I have to follow Jesus. Like, Jesus said to do this if we follow. Like, and so the question for you is like, do you know what you agreed to do? Do you, do you know what you signed up to follow? Not what your priest said to do, not what your pastor said, and definitely not what Nate said to do, but do you know what Jesus invited you into? Likewise, to flip it, if you've abandoned Jesus because of this experience or something else, you know, I understand that. Again, you do what any normal person would do. And again, not judging you, cannot say that enough. But in doing that, if you t attach Jesus to that and threw Jesus out because of that, it could be that you look at Jesus and you're like, whoa, I didn't realize he said, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, actually, I might be in with, like, what? Wow. Like, yeah, like, this is, I kind of like this. I'm in. Okay. And you don't know. That's my point is that you don't know until you evaluated Jesus. Quick story and then I'm done. I'll never forget, because I'm a nerd, I took a Bible class. I've taken several. Okay, you can judge me for that in the comments. But, um... I took a Bible class, and the first Bible class I ever took, my professor said, how many of you would say that you're a Christian? And everybody raised their hand, so I was like, oh, I guess I should raise their hand too, okay? Um, f 
fun fact, I was actually taking this class to get out of being a Christian. I didn't want it. I know, it's twisted. Oh, anyway. Sorry. Um, how many of you say you're a Christian? Fine, the whole room is sure. How many of you say you follow Jesus? Yeah, sure, whatever. And then the professor asked this question. How many of you have read all the Gospels, which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are the four accounts of Jesus and what, you know, what Jesus has to say for himself? And nobody raised their hand. My, my teacher said, isn't it interesting that you all say you want to follow Jesus, yet none of you have actually looked at what Jesus has to say? Wow. And I was like, that's true. And for me, because I was thinking about leaving, I was like, you know what? I actually should probably re-look at this and make sure I know what I'm leaving. As you can guess, I did that and I was like, I actually don't want to leave. This is awesome. But maybe that will happen to you. Maybe you won't. That's not even what I'm trying to do. What I am trying to do is that I want you to, to do the work of evaluating and reevaluating Jesus. Because why? And this is where we, we wrap up. Is that I think the most tragic thing that could happen for you regardless of what you think right now, regardless if you're like, yeah, I'm a Christian, or no, screw Christianity, why the freak am I still watching this video? Regardless of where you're at, I think the most tragic thing for you would be you want a better life, and the one thing that could help make your life better, you've abandoned or thrown away, or you say that you're doing, but you don't even know what it is, okay? You say, yeah, I'm following Jesus, and you just, but you don't even know, okay? And, and while I understand it, while all of that makes sense to me, why I don't judge you, why I get it, I've even been there. I think the most tragic thing for you would be to throw Jesus away when maybe, just maybe, Jesus could help you have a better life. I mean, can you think of anything worse? Like, like you, you have the, Jesus makes this claim that he can give you a full life, and you're like, well, my priest hurt me, so F it. I like, screw you, Jesus, okay? And again, while I understand that and while it breaks my heart and it's sad and I get that, and again, I really get that, it also just makes it more a sad situation, even more tragic by abandoning Jesus in the process, which yeah. of course you consider to do, okay? You're doing what any normal person would do, okay? Which is why we're in this series brand new. We're trying to say, listen, evaluate it for yourself. Don't go back to that priest. If he hurt you, screw him. Don't go back, okay? But let's look at Jesus, okay? Because it'd be so tragic for you to throw away the one thing that could help you. And I want better for you, right? And and I and I really believe that looking at Jesus could help make your life better and make you better at life. Yeah. We've said all night how we want our lives to be better. All of us do. And we try all of these things, whether it's Target or video games or whatever it is, that we try to fill our lives with things that are making us happy and trying to make our lives better. And Nate and I, we really do think that following Jesus can make your life better. And so while we totally understand your experiences and why you may have walked away from church or Christianity or Christians or even Jesus in the past, that's those experiences, while they're so valid, they're not Jesus. And as we've said, it would be so tragic for you to walk away from the one person that could actually make your life better. And so that's what we want to do in this in this series is to encourage you to reevaluate Jesus and to actually look at what he has to say. And we don't want you to have to do this alone. So that's why we're here. And that's why we also have community groups. And so mm -hmm. we really want to encourage you to join a community group. And you can find information about that in the description down below and to the side in the comment box because it'll be in both places. But community groups are a place where you can have these conversations, where you can talk to your friends and your peers about 
who Jesus is and who he says he is and your experiences and where you can talk about life and faith and everything in between because we really think that life is better when we do it together and that's why we want to have a place where you can continue to have these conversations and so I'd really encourage you to sign up for a community group so that you can continue to have these conversations and yeah we really think that that'll help it will it will and I can't encourage you enough because we can't do this alone, yeah. regardless of what you think and believe. This is worth trying to wrestle through and figure it out together. So we'd love to see you in a community yes. group. In the meantime, Sarah, what do we tell them? Stay awesome. Stay freaking awesome. You, 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 you.